0: Here we are in year two, episode six of the Simple Success Podcast, and... This is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Coaching happiness. When you change you, you change everything, and you like him. Well, what if they take over? Les sujets du jour, or el tema del dia. Yeah, yeah, the topic of the day. What if they take over? Are we talking about the Taliban, or just Jeff Bezos? Had it already, I see. Well, what if... They take over yeah and who is they anyway what about human rights do they have a right to take over chill dd remember what i said about lawyers i think so something about foreign powers i think it was get one or three anyway i'm talking about when it makes sense for them to do so and that's what this is going to be about today interesting first how does this happen tell me how if you're an entrepreneur and you're running a business you want to make sure that you're doing everything you can to grow the business right but there comes a point where you've got to say, okay, I need help. Okay, I need help. No, not literally.
1: Nothing is as fun as a
0: pleasant assessment. According to you, but one of the things you might consider is whether or not you should bring in outside capital. Outside capital? Do you mean, like a loan? Well, yeah, but now it's in the form of equity investment. (sighs) Now, there are different ways to go about this. Some people will say, well, I don't need any money because I'm just starting out. Well, might. Or they'll say, I'm already profitable. So I don't need any more money, right? And then there are other entrepreneurs who will say, hey, I really need some money. I need 100,000 or 200,000. That's getting more likely. And they'll look around and see if anyone else has that kind of money when they got listen to their subconscious for possible treatment plans. And then they'll say, oh, well, I guess I'll ask my friends or I'll ask my family. That's S-U-B. And then they'll start looking for someone to invest in their company right okay and the problem with that is that once you get into that situation you're putting yourself in a position where you're asking somebody else to invest in your company true dot and that means you're giving up control yes exactly and so the question becomes how much control do you need to keep and the answer is enough to last through break number one hello everyone this is john with the simple success podcast financial life coaching from a Heaviness perspective. Because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us, please head over to the support link in our written show notes. That's the words on your podcast player. There, you can choose from a $9.99 per month doing level of support, a $4.99 knowing level, or a basic intro level of just $0.99 cents per month. Great place to start. Whichever you choose, Thank you so much for helping us do this for you. And to leave us a voice message, which just might see the light of day in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes. You'll go to a site where you can leave a video, audio, or text-only message, depending on how you feel at the moment. You can also send us an audio file attached to an email if you use just more than your phone for stuff. I won't repeat those links because weird. And anyway, show notes. It's all in there and it's all easy. Before the break, we were talking about keeping control. And how much? Yes, and how much? How much do you need to keep? Well, I'm going to say just off the top, 50 plus percent. Or 51. Well, better, but underlying it all are two things. How big is your company and what is your ultimate goal? The one for you, which might be the same as for the company. Or might not. Okay, so let's talk about those two things. Sure. Let's talk about size first. If you're a small business owner, you probably don't need outside capital very often. Why? Because you're still growing your business. Yes. And you want to keep as much control as possible. Right. So you don't want outside capital until probably way after you need it. (laughs) On the other hand, if you're a larger company doing more things, you may find that you need additional funding. Every year. Oh, yeah. And sometimes that's because you're expanding into new markets. Where in the world are we today? Or maybe you're trying to add another product line. Widgets are us. Or maybe you're adding staff members. Hurry up and wait, people. Whatever the case may be, you need to decide whether or not you need outside capital. Right. And the reason why you need to think about this is that if you're going to raise most common types of outside capital, you're going to have to give up some control. So it's like in shark tank yeah it's kind of like in shark tank you've got to give up some control to get the money okay and what happens when you give up control bleakness and darkness reign over all well for some yes or at least that's what it can seem like when you lose control over your destiny investors may put money in your company in exchange for their personal interests they want to make sure that they get paid back Uh that's the catch Yes, D.D., and they want to make sure that the company continues to grow. Okay, right. On the other hand, if you want to grow your business, you need to retain as much control as possible. Right, and so what should you do? We'll go there really soon. But first, break number two. We know a lot about you already, because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to our podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. So as soon as you're done with that, tell us your story. We have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a message. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. The reason for subscribing? I thought you'd never ask. When you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. It just happens in your player without you having to go search again. How cool is that? This means better rankings for the podcast more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, whatever app, and from whatever place you like. And don't just try to subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno. Sebo. Also remember, this is Financial Life Coaching from a Happiness Perspective. Coaching Happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. So, as we were saying, if you're going to give them full control, then you're going to limit what they can do. So, you're saying, well, I'm not going to give them full power. No, no, no. We're just talking about the fact that you have to think about this before you go out there and try to raise money. Right? And the way you do that is by deciding how much control you need, which might or might not involve a power of attorney. What about minority active and minority passive investors? Well, minority active and minority passive are different ways of looking at the same thing. Okay. For example, if you own a majority share of a company and thus most of the company's stock, you might call yourself an active investor. But if you only own a minority share, you might call yourself a passive investor. Right, okay. The difference between these two types of investors is that active investors will actively participate in running the company. Okay, and passive investors won't. Well, they can't and still be passive. I guess that's a duh. Well, not necessarily. Passive investors will sit on the sidelines and watch the show. Okay, and that means? It means that passive investors aren't going to be involved in making decisions. Nothing to see here. Or here, where active investors will be involved in making decisions and taking action. Okay. Now, if you're thinking about raising money, you'll probably want to consider both kinds of investors. So let me ask you this question. Sure, as soon as I wake up. How much risk are you willing to accept? Risks again? I don't like risks. If you get other people's money involved, you might have to take their decisions as well. Not until I go public. Oh, maybe long before that. Like a pre-mortem, sort of. Uh, And when you're thinking about all these things, you need to decide whether or not you want to use an investment bank or a private investor. Investment banker? Yeah, an investment banker will charge you a fee for their services. Rascals that they are, well, they'll they do good stuff, D.T. They help you raise capital, and they'll negotiate the terms of any deal that you enter into. Point taken there. But they won't necessarily give you advice on how to run the business. Well, they want for more money. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, a private investor will usually provide you with free advice and assistance. That's a funny definition of free, isn't it? But... They don't seem to charge you anything for their services. In fact, they might even offer to underwrite part of the financing. Underwrite? Like sponsoring? Uh, Sort of. Underwriting is the process where a third party agrees to make the thing happen. Okay. So if you're trying to figure out whether or not you want an investment banker or a private investor, you need to decide first what your goal is. I remember we talked of angel investors in episode 52 of year one. Yeah, you're right about that. Remind me to talk about the rounds of financing on a future pod. Today, we're focused on the level of control that investors can have in your business. What happens when an investor invests in your company? Well, first of all, they usually invest in exchange for equity. Oh. And they own part of your company. Mm. I said they own a piece of your company. Their shares determine their ownership percentage. Okay. And they can vote on decisions that affect your company. Oh, including kicking you out? Well, yeah, including kicking you out. Do you know something called a hostile takeover? No. It's when someone buys up enough stock in your company to become the majority shareholder. Wow, that sounds nasty. Yeah, it does sound nasty. Can I ask you a question? Why do people do this? Well, there are lots of reasons why people would want to buy up a lot of your company's stock. Like what? Well, maybe they think you're making bad investments. Maybe they think that your products aren't selling well. Or maybe they just want to be able to fire you at any time. Fire? Yeah, well, if they got enough shares, they can force you out of your job. Your job? And then they can replace you with somebody else who's going to make different kinds of mistakes. <laughs> replace? But what if the cost of replacing you is too high? Good point, DT, but different pot. For now, if you're worried about being taken over by a hostile buyer, you should consider your definition of how you win instead. You want to make sure that you don't end up with too much power in the hands of one person of course but you also want to feel like what you've done serves you as well as others what about startup companies when you're starting a business you need to focus all of your attention on making the product okay and you don't want to be spending time worrying about whether or not someone else is giving you enough money because you've got to keep your eye on the prize exactly dt so in summary what have we learned today Uh, A few additional ways to apply repetition and patience, I think. Yes, good, and what else? This time, to visualize success. Through behavioral therapy. Yeah, but specifically, both practicing and repeating. After which, you'll get good. Okay, yeah, anything else? Gracias por escutcheur. A la Prochaine. Are you still here? Cool. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King John C. Brandy Fact Checker Abraham Lincoln French Consultant Virginia Mitchell Media Expert Favor O. Bossy E.K. Psychologist Sigmund Freud Rabbit Hole Advisor Dr. Marg Perrett Sound Designer Googly Amo Marconi Spanish Consultant Cameron J.K. Brandy Videographer Alfred Hitchcock audio props lace Paul, inspiration napoleon hill and earl nightingale we also have a website and you can subscribe to both podcasts you can even send us a video audio or text message but of course you'll have to head to the show notes either on your phone or on the web to actually get links and stuff i mean i could read the urls where you can subscribe support or leave one of those video or audio messages but you really don't want me to do that And those explicit and clickable links are in the show notes. Finally, you can find us on Podmatch, where we consider guests as well as consider guesting on other people's pods. And really finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Ben Sound and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams, both on Freesound.org. Paul.